God, no. Especially if you're dehydrated. You throw up. You do that, throw up no, as well. Yeah, everybody knows. That. Yeah, everybody knows. Yeah. Instantly vomit. Everyone knows about the wood chipper. Uh, yeah, man. I, hey, oh, we, don't, we don't need to do this. I wouldn't want to listen to this talk, you know? And I don't want to listen to this. You see, but Brett, 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 Brett the show this. is not for you. <laughs> These people, there are people out there that want to hear us talk about what happens yeah, to your body hear the after you eat just like us. They want to hear the poop talk. They're they want to like hear us. it, dude. Yeah, I know. Folks, they love, we know you love poop I love talk. Poop. I love poop talk. Don't act like I don't. I mean, you, it seems yeah. like you're the one that's I am you're, acting you're like a, I don't. Are you talking to yourself then? or are you? Is this you trying no. to be like, act like you're not into it? Because you don't want actually, people to actually know that you're into it? Are you oh, trying no. to tell us that you're the, the whole? Because I'm going to tell you right now, episode seven here. of season five is just going to be Brett saying, I love poop talk. That's a joke. I'm just going to cut it there. <laughs> Guys, you know what? I've been thinking about it. We don't have enough poop talk. It's going to be nothing else. It's just going to be Brett going, I love poop talk. This week on Dice Boys, I love poop talk. Da-na-na-na, and then into the song. Be. It better not be. <laughs> I will say I'm the gassiest guy out there, though. So. <laughs> You, d- me oh and Blake. Oh my God, bro! You just, you just wrote your own death yeah. sentence. Hey everybody, Dungeon Master Blake here. Thanks so much for listening to Dice Boys again this week. Things are about to get more and more intense (laughs) for the rest of the season, and I am super excited for you all to hear it, so let's do a quick recap and get into it. Last time, the party did my absolute favorite thing and split up. Yon-Yon, Matias, and Alok went to a secret magic shop called the Caged Treasure where they goofed and dirtled and eventually left with some useful items, not the least of which being a cloak for Yon-Yon, allowing him to cast the Misty Step spell. Meanwhile, Biggle went to a place called Spinners and got a portable sound playing device thing, and he listened to the wild theories of the proprietor, Felixel, regarding time travel and interplanar realities. He also, however, heard the rumor that Larry and the Order of the Dark Chalice are not only a criminal enterprise, but are also engaged in some very not-chill magic-slash-science experiments. Wanting nothing to do with any of the nonsense, though, Dodge and TP stayed back, sleeping in, and eventually decided to head into the sewers. What kind of trouble will Dodge and TP run into, and what will the rest of the party do when they find their companions gone. Let's find out. Let's head down to the basement, sit at the table, and roll some dice. Dodge. You and TP decide to make your way into the sewer. He is going to lead you to this chamber that contains this door that he refers to as the singing door. Uh, And... uh, He's not even sure if it's a door or just a large chunk of wall, but he, he's getting strong door. He has gotten strong door vibes from it in the past. <laughs> yeah, heavy door vibes. Sure. Um, you, the two of you can pretty easily make your way to a sewer access um, behind the, 
uh, behind the inn where you're staying, the the resort hotel at, at Telltale's Comfy Cozy Nighty Night Inn. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can you can pretty much find a sewer access behind there. And furthermore, it's pretty easy for you to sneak in or to sneak into the sewer without anyone noticing. You don't need to make any stealth rolls or anything. As we all know, everyone in this city is is moving about hastily in a hustle and bustle, and uh, consequently are not likely to notice two random people in a dark alley climbing into the sewer. TP leads the way down. He's got his hat of disguise on, making him look like uh, Wallace Shawn from The Princess Bride. And uh, you follow suit, going down into the darkness. And as you do, uh, you notice that uh, despite the morning having been rather uh, lovely, with the sun coming into the room, you notice that there are dark, storm-swollen clouds uh, rolling in over the sea, toward the city. And you descend into the sewer, you pull the manhole cover shut over you, scrapes across the cobblestone, and you immediately are down smelling environment and it is dark uh, you have uh, you have a light source right you have a drift globe I believe correct yeah because um, uh, TP doesn't need a light source he has dark vision but I don't think that you do um, that's a bit of a uh that's not clear. So let's go with I don't. Okay. Weird. Yeah, because I don't know if you ever grabbed it from when we were at that, like, house, right? Like, from season one. What? I have the drift He has globe. the drift globe. But, uh, no, that's not what I'm saying. He's saying it's not clear if he has dark vision, which is a weird thing to say. It's either on your character sheet or it's not, but um, okay. Well, it is. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. I'm telling you right now. If that it's dark in here for Dodge, and if he's having yes. a hard time seeing, he will need a light source. If he doesn't yes, need a light source, the then he will not need a light source. That's yeah. Uh, okay. As soon as you get down into the sewer, uh, TP takes the hat off immediately, and even though his body language is hard to read. It's pretty obvious to you that he's getting frustrated with his new reality where he's having to it's he he's frustrated that he has to wear this thing um, and he yeah he takes the hat off immediately and he looks back at you and he says alright follow me just uh and he, he looks around he says this might take a, a 
a bit. There's there's no direct way. And he begins leading you. Uh, you're you're on a narrow ledge uh, next to a a, a a slow, sludgy running channel of water, and it's low for you. It's even low for TP on this ledge. And you're making your way down this slimy, muck-filled tunnel. And just as the time goes by, he's, he's, he's taking random turns. He's crawling over pipes. And uh, this, this very quickly turns into a labyrinthine endeavor. Um, there is quite a bit of jumping and scooting and dodging. And I need from you just... I'm pretty sure you'll do fine on this, but just for fun, let's make an... Why don't you make a acrobatics roll for the group? Tell us tell us what you do. It's a natural one. Oh, God. It was fun. I was right. That's amazing. Uh, your boots are too... The... This, the ceiling in here is too low for your boots to be effective, right? Like you can't just you can't just hover over everything. You're in fact having to, Says in, you. having to crouch down, and as a consequence, at one point, TP points at a spot on the stone and he says, "Careful, right there." And you, cocky as you are, don't heed his advice and slip, and your left foot. <laughs> falls into this indescribable combination of water and shit and piss and who knows what else. After about 15 minutes of you trudging through the sewers and this circuitous left, right, left, right, up, down, up, down, all over the place, Dodge, you watch as TP... He's about 30 feet ahead of you. And you are on a similar ledge that you'd found yourself on when you first came down into the sewer. But there is in the wall, and the wall curves up. It doesn't come to a 90-degree angle. It curves up. In the wall up ahead, right where TP is, there is a, a, a hole for a smaller passage uh, a, a smaller hallway at a sharp right turn. And he is about to turn into that passageway when he just stops. And you see that his ears tuck back. And he just stops and he's looking down this hall. Uh, I'll come up behind him and do the, the three stooges. You know, put my head around above his. Okay. Yeah. And your drift globe, are you, you said you're using the drift globe? Mm-hmm. Right. I, I imagine it's behind you so that you're not, like, blinded by it being in front mm-hmm. of you. Your drift globe comes behind you, uh, moving at the same pace as you, this, this ball, this glass ball of light. And it is casting your shadow toward TP, and it casts his shadow down the brick uh, down this wet stone corridor 
and you come to this turn and you look down this hall and the light catches the corpses of rat folk. There are specifically three. They're about 50 feet down this passageway. But they're very clearly there. Additionally, the light from your drift globe catches something else. It almost looks like maybe gemstones or something is something is refracting the light and it's scattered all over in this hall or this pa- uh, this this corridor, I should say. And it's scattered all over near these bodies. And you hear in your head the voice of your dagger, Nilahoen. I told you he is frightened. He is considering betraying you. But I can sense a greater power for us if we forge ahead. I'm just going to, yeah, I'm kind of behind and slash above TP right now. Mm-hmm. We're both looking around the mm-hmm. corner. And I'm just going to, like, pat him on the shoulder and say, all right, fella. It's too late to turn around now. He looks at you and his fur bristles for a moment. And then uh, he turns his head away from you and back and, and down the corridor toward these corpses. And he begins walking toward them without saying anything. But you do notice that he has pulled out a dagger. And he is slowly... His little taloned rat feet stepping on the stone, making his way down this wet, trickling corridor toward these corpses. And he gets up to the corpses and he looks at them. He just stands there for a moment and you see him silhouetted from your drift globe shining its light down this corridor. And you see him silhouetted there standing alive with a dagger in his hand looking at these corpses leaning up against the wall of this corridor. And then he waves you toward him. Um, As you get closer to him, you realize that these things that were catching the light and they're heavily concentrated near where these corpses are, but uh, they, they, they kind of thin out as you get further away from the corpses. These things that were catching the light are actually tiny little circular blades that have embedded themselves in the stone. It's kind of like that scene in Predator 2 when he pulls the <laughs> when he pulls the thing out of the vent. When he pulls the the spear blade out of the vent. No. No one. Okay. Brett probably. I'm yeah. following. Yeah, I'm following. So like how how small are these blades? I'm I'm just curious. Uh they're a good question. They're about uh an inch in diameter, maybe a little bit more. Like little quarters. Yeah, exactly. Basically? Yes, like quarter size okay. blades, discs. And they're like peppered through the bodies or they're peppered in yes, the walls in the walls, in the bodies. Okay. 
And the bodies... How fresh are they? Oh, uh, good question. Why don't you go ahead and roll... Hmm. What would that be? Nature? No. Survival? No. Science? Uh, How bloated the bodies are (laughs) from, like, water content? uh, Go go ahead and roll insight. 15. 15. Uh, You think it's at least been a few months. Like, these are are not fresh. These are in no way fresh corpses. Like, they have already begun to decay. This is old. I'm going to say... How much farther? Uh, he TP is looking down at these corpses, and he you, and the two of you are standing there now amongst them. And he says, uh, "He says, not sure exactly. Maybe a little less than an hour." What the hell is that supposed to mean? I thought you said you came down here all the time. Uh, he says, "Look, things aren't the same as they were the last time I was here. Clearly." And he points at the corpses. He says, "Remind me again why you didn't want to wait for your friends to join us down here." So, what you think this would be easier with a bunch of screaming, hollering complainers in tow? <laughs> he says got him there is strength in numbers there's strength in being unseen hmm. we're not down here to start a fight we're just down here to get some information his fur bristles he looks at the corpse again and then he looks at you and he says look you're aware of our saying survival over everything. And he's saying this in Rat Folk. Mm-hmm. He says, I know you live by a similar code. That's why we get along. Just keep it in mind as we move forward. Let me ask you something. Survival, what you had in mind when you came on this here trek? Hmm. You thought you were just going to come up here and just do a real good job of surviving, huh? That's what you came here to get busy doing? Uh, his his whiskers bristle when you say that. And he says, just mind the muck. And he point, uh, or, or he says, just mind where you step. And he points down where <laughs> your feet are. And you're like, you're stepping in like a gooey, weird bit of one of the corpses. And you're realizing you're like trekking it. what's the difference down here i mean (laughs) uh all right let's cut over to the rest of you so uh biggle you went to spinners and alok yon yon and matthias you went to the cage treasure Uh, you all went on your separate shopping journeys um, but uh, you have now wrapped that experience up and you've left your (laughs) you've left the stores that you went to and by the time that you all have emerged from those stores you see that um and and by the time that you emerge into the bustling city you see that there are dark clouds that have rolled in 
and there is a there is already a thick fat drizzle that is coming down and it's uh, promising more rain to come so you all pull your cloaks around yourself tighter and i would like everyone even though biggle you're not with the other three of them i would still like all four of you to roll perception rolls oh i also i just want to state that at some point um i don't know i imagine there was somewhere to change or use the bathroom and the cage treasure i changed into my uh your, missy step clothes. He threw, his jeans, step clothes. threw his jeans in the yeah. trash can and put on a <laughs> yeah. pair of board shorts i yeah, just want to make it really clear that i that i yeah okay uh that's cool you don't need to find a bathroom to change your cloak i don't think i'm pretty sure that well i don't a, wear I, i'm naked underneath it so i probably didn't well i mean do you know I guess what I'd a cloak is I do know what a cloak is. Okay. <laughs> do you know that a cloak is not a robe and it does not cover your entire body? So if you're if you're naked under your cloak, you're just You're basically naked. naked. Well, you're basically a cloak, naked a with a cape. Like, it's like it's and hood. Uh, it like goes over, I guess so, yeah. So I so guess you're I just naked life. all the time then. <laughs> Free balling? You're porky yeah. pigging it. You're basically here. wearing a cape with a hood, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, either way i have my cloak on yes yon yon you have your new uh well hard fought hard won cloak mm-hmm. uh did everyone roll your perception rolls yes yep okay uh a lock what'd you get uh 19 okay, Biggle? uh perception 20 okay yon yon uh, i rolled 21 okay matthias Oh, 10, baby. Okay. <laughs> Bring up the rear. Uh, so it sounds like, Matthias, you're the only one that doesn't notice this. I'm not sure why. My guess is that you are possibly... He's so amazed by my cloak. He's yeah, like, yeah. wow. He's, he's looking at that hovering like, wow, thing that, that we bought. cloak is so cool. Yeah. Uh, you, tell, you tell me, Matthias, why you would not notice the thing that these other three dingbats would notice. Uh, maybe you're looking at the weather fascinated by how fast I mean, it yeah. turned or like i'm i'm still caught up in the experience of mr whirly Durley's happy fun time go machine you know <laughs> sure yeah that's what it was like i thought i thought i wasn't gonna enjoy it but you know what matthias actually did he had a good time yeah you got to you got to ride on the tarask tower and and mm-hmm. and you got to go on the 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 eye of the beholder ride and in the gemstone yeah, mines roller coaster, and, yeah, yep. I I ate the a really overpriced churon. Yeah, it was a whole thing. Yeah, it was the great. complex question of like, was it really shitty, or you just don't know how to have fun anymore? <laughs> yeah, do I do I not have taste, or was it terrible? <laughs> yeah, was it actually as shitty as I thought it was, or did I just lose all my childlike wonder somewhere yeah. along the road? Um, <laughs> so all all three of you, uh, Biggle, you notice one of these separate from the one that uh, Alok and Yon-Yon noticed, which makes sense mm-hmm. because there are many of these, too many, in fact, being hung up around the city. You see a little poster, a little flyer. Well, which one is it, Blake? Uh, it's, it's like, it's like this, it's like a, the size of a piece standard piece of parchment. Mm-hmm. Handwritten or like mass produced. Uh, it it looks like printed. it was. It looks like it was printed. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is it informational? It is 
It says reward mm. 200 gold pieces to anyone who provides information leading to the apprehension of these two suspected terrorists. And there is not a not a perfect rendition, but a good enough one of Biggle and Alok. And when you notice your first one, you start to notice a lot more. There is Good more. Thing I blend in so well. There is more information on this. It says last seen in the Port of Legs, known to reside in Clifftide, and known accomplices include a half elf named Matthias Jones, an eccentric elf named Yon Yon, and a roguish human named Dodge. Dude, does the photo have me dressed as a pirate, or does it have me? <laughs> Dressed as like my normal garb. Uh, it has you looking enough like <laughs> you for that not to fucking matter. Okay. <laughs> he just wants to know. So you tell me. How detailed is my? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah like, hey Blake, how well do you? He wants hey Blake, to know how well do you remember what I was wearing at that point? Huh? Huh? No, no. <laughs> I just want to be able to be like, oh, that doesn't look like me. That's a pirate. <laughs> no, it looks enough That's like what you you're going to go with anyways. Brad. To not matter. Uh, okay. So, at this point, everyone roll an insight roll. Twenty-two. Okay. Sixteen. Yon Yon. I also rolled a sixteen. Okay. Matthias. Seventeen. Okay. You all know. You don't have to roll high to know that this is bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blake, you all rolled high enough for me to tell you that this is. Do not we have good to roll at all to know that that's? It's a bad? wanted poster. Just so you guys not know, you cool all know. Not wanted for cool this things. is not good. I'm just. I just want to start there. You didn't have to roll to know that this was bad. Uh, the 16 and 17. I think that was uh, Matthias and Alok, respectively, maybe. And me. I rolled this. Oh, whatever. Whoever was in the teens. Uh, <laughs> whatever yeah i don't care care. uh you know that maybe the only reason that you have not been pointed out yet currently at this moment as you stand on a public street is because the people in this city are in a hurry and they're kind of doing their own thing and there it's bustling and moving and that might be the mere cultural reality of this city might be the only thing that is keeping you from being noticed at this current moment. But those of you with the higher insights know you need to get out. You need to get back to the hotel. You need to get Dodge and you need to get, you need to get moving. Right. Because it is, in fact, you you realize also that this might serendipitously enough be the best hotel you could have chosen to be at. Because it is the least likely place for a suspected terrorist to stay ostensibly. Like they're going to check hoardlings first. You know what I mean? 
Well, we this is like the Disneyland hotel. Yes, that we're staying essentially, at, right? it's, it's like, like a Disneyland right resort. The... Yeah. So. So you need to uh, you need to go back. You need to get Dodge. You need to let him know if he doesn't know already, and you need to get about your business and figure something out fast. So, we're gonna. I'm just gonna fast track you guys, all four of you, back at the hotel. You have sick. That was yeah, easy. You have met in, yeah. Once again, fortunate enough that. It just so happens that everyone in this town is busy and moving and always going, and they don't always about their business. They don't notice you yet. So, fast, Biggle, fast city. Biggle, um, a lot on his way back, he tried to grab as many posters as he could and awesome. stuff and stuff them in his pockets and stuff. And okay. so when he, I am, when he gets back to the room, um, he like pulls a bunch out and throws them on the bed, and he's like, "How many did you guys get?" Awesome. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I assist him in this, and I imagine a lock being. You're not the, there you're, with him. You're not with just, me. You're not. You're not with. Oh, him. that's right. I forgot. I forgot that Aaron. I forgot that Aaron wasn't with us. Um, Aaron is actually on the call with you guys. We're talking about Biggle right now. Yeah. Character names, please. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. I was totally gonna say that a lock starts grabbing. I I love it. I love that. Yes. Yeah. And y- yawn, yeah. yawn. I imagine you kind of mage, you mage hands some of them f- off. Yeah, yeah, f- into the trash. Uh, yeah, you guys, you guys all get back. Biggle throws a wad of these on one of the beds. What do you do? I ate mine. <laughs> what? You ate yours? That's what I'm you did. I'm just kidding. I don't eat paper. <laughs> I don't eat parchment, man. I'm just kidding. That's way too fibrous. <laughs> Not to mention the ink making practices Why? in these days. Oh, totally! Just so much. I don't know. Squidding. <laughs> Guys, this is anyway. good. <laughs> <laughs> it's gold, is what it is. Anyway. Why? Why do they think that we're terrorists? How did? What happened? How did we? I mean, how did we? How did it come to this? I mean, I know what we did was was bad, but I didn't think that they would. I I think something happened. I I don't know what, but I think something really bad happened. I mean, Alok, well, you brushed over the details, but I don't imagine that you like hurt anyone when you obtained the astral serum. I didn't hurt anybody. I mean, like, what does the astral serum even do? Like. Is there even no time no, travel? No, no, like- no, 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 no. Fomble, Fomble messaged me on the sending stones on the road. He told me, he told me something bad happened. They think it was us. It happened Wait, after we. They, it happened after we left, but something bad happened. Wait, you you have a sending stone from this other no man? Well, I had I had a sending stone, but I dropped it. Uh, I dropped it a while ago. For a lot of fucking good, does it now? <laughs> we could definitely yeah, use I, this. I, we could have a conversation I, with this man. I mean, Fabo's Fabo's cool. Like, I don't think he's behind this. Well, what were you? Su- what was I supposed to do? I it was either pee on myself or fall off the cliff or drop the sending stone, and it fell. 
You pee on You'll yourself. You pee on yourself. <laughs> this is an obvious answer. It is well, on that's your body. It is on, on your yourself. body. It is that's easy for you to right? say. That's easy for you to say in the moment. But you know, when you're on the road, you don't know the next time you're going to change your clothes. You can't just go peeing on yourself all the time. I'm sorry. And I wasn't going to fall off the cliff. I, I got very hot there. I, this is a tough situation. I, I did not mean to lash out. Um, oh, all I'm saying is we didn't do anything wrong, but something bad happened there. Guys, they, it doesn't matter. They think it was we us. Do where's Dodge? Wrong. Where's, where's TP? Also, why didn't Y'all you tell us this until now? Did, did they say they were going out? Now, Aloth, uh, I understand your concern with Dodge not being here, but we have much larger issues. And if there's one thing that I know about Dodge, is that if he were faced with the same situations that we are in, he would take care of himself. Now, this is not to say that we do not want to find him, but there is no point in us waiting here, hoping that he comes back, because we owe Dodge some fear of survival on his part. He's going to be fine. We've seen this time and time again. I, I, I never said we had to wait for him. I just said, where is he? Did you guys know if he was going out? I mean, yeah, we just saw these posters all over town. I'm worried, like... I mean, yeah, what if they... Did they catch him? Maybe they caught him. We don't know where he is. I mean, that's just a a very smart uh, association to tack right now, Yon-Yon. If we do not know someone, we might need to assume that they have already been captured. What does he know about us? I mean, if he were captured, what's the worst-case scenario? He knows where we're staying, where we are currently standing. He roughly knows what we're doing here. Man, Dodge wouldn't give us up. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about, like, what is our next move? I mean, TP was the one that knew the sewers. I mean, that was our plan, was to potentially get down into Larry's com- like, complex by using the sewers. Like, what is our next move? Do we wait in for a little longer and hope that Dodge appears? Or do we, teach, you know, go to the sewers ourselves? Do we, what do we do? Well, we have to figure out what we do, what our next move is, regardless of whether Dodge is ratting us out or Dodge has gotten caught. What's our next step? We have to we, keep in a moment like this. We can't stay too long. They're they're probably already checking the other hotels. It's only a brief moment before we get, you know, they come here, they come looking here, and then we have no way out. So we need um, to leave here and figure out what our next step is immediately, regardless whether or not what happened to Dodge. Are we going to go try to find him? What's what's our next move? I have an idea. You, you feel free to disagree with this because it is not going to uh, fit with the lifestyle. Uh, expectations that many of you have. Um, I could talk to some of the street people and I could see where they might congregate. We could hide in plain sight. We could get into a group of a camp with some travelers, people who do not have uh, traditional homes but watch out for each other. I've known many of them. This is normally how I travel. They would more or less keep us safe because they all have Things that's a hiding from. There's the a real or yeah, The thing I'm worried about, I mean, Matthias, is I've already brought in all of you into this. I don't know if I want to bring other people. I don't yeah, want no, to be responsible I mean, for that. No, guys, we, we just got to go get Dodge. We got to go. He said he was going to go down the sewer. That's where we got to go. Like, we can't be seen above ground. We got to go underground. I agree with Alok. I do not at all, but 
Well, we can't go outside. I mean, you saw there's posters everywhere. I took 50 of them down on my on my way back here. It's only a matter of time before people recognize. I know, but to, to go from streets that we can navigate, people that we can talk to, into an infinite labyrinthian ancient system full of shit. Well, I mean, we'll like... go. We'll go back the way we came. We we entered the tunnels uh, near the near the bar near uh, near the bar. We'll we'll go. We'll go back there. Uh, we'll go down in the sewers and we'll leave town the way we came in. How hard could it be? Uh, I, I would like another insight roll. This time from uh, just Yon Yon Biggle and Alon. Oof, not good. I got an eight. I got a five. Okay. Actually, Alok, you would have advantage on this. Um, okay. Sorry, because you've you've actually spent a significant amount of time here, and your brother lives here, correct? Yes. My yes. bro. You said your brother is. Yeah. Raff. Yeah. Uh, what did you yeah. What did you have, Yon Yon? Thirteen. And I got a seven okay. on my rear. Um, I mean, two hundred gold is a huge reward. And trying yeah. to endear yourself to strangers, regardless of the nature of like their particular um, uh, perceived socioeconomic loyalty, uh, is is perhaps the most risky choice. We got to get out of this town. We can't stay. We can't here. leave without Dodge. If we wait for Dodge. We're not going to make it out of here alive. I think Alok is right. I think he's in the sewer. We got to go underground. That's our best option. And I'm not leaving this place without that's what I. Hands. That's what I said. I said we got to leave. I'm not we got to go to the sewers and get out of town. Oh, I thought, I, I thought you meant out of town, out of town. Like, leave this town. That's uh, usually what someone would say if they were going to leave a town to get out of town, not go underground. I know they rhyme and it's difficult, but Matthias, I would like an insight roll from you. Actually, I don't know. This might be, this might be a thing that you just kind of know. <laughs> if your plan is to find Dosh, you, more so than anyone else in this party have a particular set of skills that can help accomplish that. Yes, I guess if we were to go into the sewers, I could uh, I could turn into a dog. My, my scent abilities would be significantly better. I could possibly find Dodge if that is what we want to do. But I think there are chances of getting impossibly lost in the sewers are just as great. But unfortunately, TP TP told us of an entrance and an exit into the city through the sewers. That's I say we go into the sewers. We look for Dodge. If we don't find Dodge by the time we get to the exit of the city, he's on his own. 
everyone, Dungeon Master Blake here. Just wanted to take a quick break from the game to tell you about our friends at Black Rabbit Service Company. Black Rabbit Service Company specializes in the sales, installation, repair, and service of all coffee brewing and dispensing systems. With over 25 years of combined industry experience and a true passion for specialty coffee, Black Rabbit Service Company is the clear choice to help you level up your coffee game. Let's let's say you're Dernan, running the Yawning Portal Inn in Waterdeep. When road-weary or aspirational adventurers come through your doors, you want to make sure that the coffee you serve them matches your legendary reputation. Well, Black Rabbit is here for you, Dernan. Just, just grab the nearest internet wizard and go to blackrabbitservice.com. That's blackrabbitservice.com. They can consult on your new layout, recommend equipment, sell you what you need, install it, and maintain and repair it over the years to come. So if a troll attack happens again and the steam wand gets broken on your brand new fantasy La Marzocco espresso machine, no problem. Black Rabbit will get it fixed for you faster than you can say mending spell. So... If you have any specialty coffee needs and you are in the Pacific Northwest or the L.A. area, you don't need to look anywhere else. Head on over to BlackRabbitService.com and level up your coffee game. That's BlackRabbitService.com. Dodge. You and TP leave the corridor where these three rat folk were with these quarter-sized blades embedded in the wall. And you traverse this labyrinthine path following TP's silent lead. At this point, you are pretty sure that it must be pouring down rain outside because water is just cascading into the sewer from every grate and hole and crook and pipe. And it is loud and drippy in here and cavernously echoing. Periodically during your travels, you see corpses of rat folk here and there. Some more fresh than others. Some with blades embedded in the walls. Some just dead. I would like another perception roll from you. Twelve. Twelve. You have like a faint ringing in your ear. Not sure what it is. Um, it's it's either your ear or something external, but it, uh, you just hear this subtle ringing sound. You hear some TP. Let's see if he does. He just looks back at you, and his whiskers bristle, and he says, "No, let's just keep moving." Right, you're the boss. Eventually, after about half an hour, your foot damp with shit-soaked water, you 
come to a metal door, an iron door in the wall. There is no lock on this door. It swings out towards you. It's just got a handle that you grab to pull. But there is corpse of a rat folk leaning up against the door. And all over the door, just all over it, are bloody rat folk handprints. And TP stops. Um, he stops about 10 feet from the door, having slowed down as he approaches it. And he walks up to it, and he puts his hand on one of the handprints. And he doesn't look back at you. But he just says, The threshing room. And you hear, and he hears clearly at that point, a very loud it's just increasing in volume. Dosh, outside this door, standing near the corpse of this rat folk that is leaning up against it with all these, just this multitude, this collage of bloody rat folk handprints on the door, and TP standing there, and this increased ringing sound, you once again, as if there wasn't enough going through your head at this moment, you hear your dagger speak to you. We are close. I can feel it. What do you do? Open the door. Okay. So you walk up there next to TP, who's, you notice his ears are tucked back, and there's this corpse of this rat folk leaned against the door just kind of wedging it you shoulder tp out of the way a little bit you hear your dagger yes as you pull this door open meanwhile there's this reverberating echoing make another perception roll as you open this door 12 there's a faint in addition to the 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 ringing whirring or the ringing sound there's also a faint like it's almost like a whirring or a like almost like a helicopter in the distance but uh softer than that so a soft copper yes exactly why did i not have those words you nailed it yes just soft copper dude uh, Dodge, you step over the corpse of this rat folk that you've kind of used the door to move uh, move this thing aside. You step over it indifferently as TP stands there next to you. And you walk into this room. Directly ahead of you is a 
spanning the width of the room, which is about 40 feet wide. You can't see how deep this room is. It's a, uh, it's about 15 feet tall. Uh, no, uh, a little taller than that. It's about 20 feet tall. Uh, and spanning the width of the room, which is 40 feet, is a concrete wall. Uh, or, or stone wall that is about eight feet high. It's all the way from the left to the right. And there's a railing that lines the top of that wall. And in the center of it is a little platform jutting out toward you with stairs on either side. To the left, as you look, coming out of the wall in the middle of the room, hanging out past this wall. You can't see what's on the other side of this wall. Hanging out past it are some pipes that maybe at one point had water coming out of them, but at this point they're rusted and mildewed and just dropping every now and then little drops of water. And then to your right, coming out of the wall to your right, again, past past this wall in front of you is a giant like Super Mario sized pipe that curves comes out from the wall and then curves down towards something on the other side of this stone barrier uh, you can't see. The most important how high is the ceiling? It's in this about room? twenty feet. Uh, the most important thing, though, perhaps, perhaps the most important thing. I don't want to. I don't want to shoehorn you here. Uh, is the number of dead rat folk bodies. Just rat folk corpses all over. Too many to count. Dude, I just gotta say, since you said that, all I can think about right now is just like Underground Mario. It's I, I can't get yes. it out of my head right now. <laughs> Blue stone and green pipes. But add a lot of death. I know you just talked about a really impactful moment and a bunch of dead bodies all before, but all I can think about is <laughs> the Mario. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, uh, you you sense TP behind you, standing behind you. What do you do, Dosh? The pipe on my right is like a horizontal. Yeah, it's coming out. It's jutting out from the wall horizontally, and then it curves down, so it bends down at like a ninety-degree angle, essentially. And in uh, it's it's from your vantage point on the ground, it's about fifteen feet up, and it is. I mean, this pipe's probably at least three feet in diameter, and it bends down towards something that is on the other side of this barrier railing lined barrier that you can't see past I would like to just grab TP and fly up on top of that pipe as you grab him and raise him up into the air and approach the ceiling of this rectangular room you are able to look over this barrier and you see that it is a wall that is holding in a pool of water 
and the barrier is actually the walkway that goes around the top of this water. This is some sort of maybe a maintenance room or a filtration room of some kind from the past that is clearly not no longer functional. Uh, you're looking at a, a pool of water that is about 25 feet in, uh, in uh, across and uh, for, uh, 25 feet from where you are to the to the far end and about you know it, it spans the width of the room so about 35 feet and it's got this raised walkway all around it that's railed up or uh, that is railing around it and this pipe as you fly toward it uh, you see more rat folk bodies scattered along this walkway around this just gross ass water that is covered in some sort of film. It's got a couple corpses floating in it that are bloat. I mean, these things are barely recognizable as corpses at this point. Uh, there's just filth in here. And this is just getting louder and louder. And as you land on the pipe, you can uh, go ahead and make a perception roll. Eighteen. Uh, you can make out the pipe as it curves. This large pipe that you've landed on, as it curves down, it's it's connected to something underneath the water. You're not quite sure what it's. I mean, it's clearly some sort of maintenancey thing. But you also see your drift globe catches the glint of something as it come as it is beginning to approach the end of one of these smaller pipes on the other side of the pool of water what do you do i'm going to say to uh tp i'm going to say hold your breath buddy and uh, i'm going to jump in the water okay uh he says uh, yeah, you jump in the water. Uh, good Lord. He jumps in after you. And I'd like to try to swim down and find the bottom of the pipe. As you do that, he is a much better swimmer than you as a rat folk. <laughs> he taps you on the shoulder and tries to pull you toward the surface. Cutting back to the four of you. It sounds to me, and tell me if I'm wrong, it sounds to me like you want to get into the sewer because you will, A, avoid, <laughs> avoid being seen by people that want 200 gold for pointing you out. B, potentially find a way find Dodge, who was maybe looking for a way to access Larry's hideout. You're not really sure what he's doing. And most importantly, C, follow up on what TP told you, which is that there is a way through the sewer to get to the essentially junkyard and get out, get the fuck out of the city. Am I correct in that? 
Does that sound right? Yes. Okay. Why don't yep, you all definitely. roll in uh, insight roll? I rolled an 18. Okay. okay. 17. 13. 15. Okay. I think that's enough for all of you to know that sewer access is pretty prevalent. In fact, you can probably find one behind the behind the Telltale's Comfy Cozy Nighty Night Inn. You don't have to go all the way back to McNarley's to find an access to the sewer. Uh, number two, uh, Matthias, you had you had already ascertained that if you were to turn into a dog, you could potentially follow Dodge's trail. So you might be able to get this all done. I think it's it's raining outside. So I think if we put stuff and cover ourselves so our faces aren't seen, I don't think people will think that we're trying to hide because of the rain. That's great. We could probably find a sewer somewhere behind McNarley's or somewhere closer, and then we can make our way into the sewer. Does this sound like a plan? Uh, if we can assume that Dodge perhaps went into the sewers close to the end, maybe we could follow his trail pretty quickly. Let's go. So we have you to get out of here now. Yeah, you guys get out. I mean, you you know that the the innkeeper is gonna the hotel concierge, the Tim Curry of this Home Alone two place that you are staying uh, is gonna know that you're here. And it's only we wrote yeah, fake I mean, names. It's good on our thing. It says Donald Duck. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you uh, you you know it's time to get out of this hotel. You know it's time to dip quickly Mm -hmm. you do it is indeed at this point pouring down rain and you step out into the street you guys find the nearest sewer entrance you're able to get down it without anyone noticing because the city is moving and bustling and busy and everyone is going about their business it's also pouring down rain and no one's bothering to look at anything I want to kind of pause before going in and being like, oh, my God, it smells terrible in there. I'm not going in there. Okay. Yes, you do that. Well done. I, I kick A-Lock down the fucking <laughs> hole. <laughs> Fully. I feel like... I, pu- I, f- I punch I like A-Lock down like Yan-Yan, a whack a not being a frustrated asshole with everyone is slowly backfiring. <laughs> For the record, that does not phase me at all. Um, I'm made of muscle. So yeah. You punching me is just like i said kick. that's great first off. super like, super and i put my and i put my turns and I put out my we're all made it. of muscle yeah. yeah so facts that you you ain't uh wrong. great you all descend into the sewer it sucks down here i don't know how else to describe it there's a lot of words in the english language not many of them are gonna help me more than it sucks down here yeah. It is claustrophobic. It's damp. It is the butthole of the city. Literally shitty. Yes. Yeah. Is there a bunch the of rain and water coming down because yes. it's raining water outside? Water is too. cascading down the mm. sides of the wall. Everything is damp. Everything is slick. It sucks. Uh Matias, can you can you sense Dodge's scent? I mean, not right now. No, I, I need to turn into a dog. But I, I think we should have like a home base before we go on any excursions. It's just a simple issue of logistics. Like this, 
This place is a maze. We're going to okay, have to and be I'll very... pull. I'll pull out. I'll pull out a piece of paper and I'll say, I'll keep detailed notes on the turns that we take. All right. I'll make sure that we we take detailed detailed notes on the turns that we take. I'll pull out a piece of chalk from my pack and just make an X on the wall. Yes, from your sidewalk, your Crayola sidewalk chalk that you got <laughs> at the store. You gotta, you gotta keep it on you. Yeah, you that know? was in like, in Alok's pack from the beginning. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he talked yeah. about it. Yeah, he is an entertainer. Well, he, One of his skills is what, sidewalk. What He's also a dad, so he. <laughs> yeah, this guy. Dick Van Dyke from Mary hop- Poppins now. Dude, I've been drawing hop. I've been drawing hopscotch on the blocks for oh years. Oh my bro. god! Stop it! <laughs> you have chalk. That is for some reason, some inexplicable reason. You have chalk in your bag. God. Now, does it matter if I have chalk on me? Like, not before I turn into a beast. Matters, Can we get? Wait, I just want to get into. I mean, we could really get into logistics of like wood chalk. Like charcoal would probably make more sense. Like draw like. No, in, we're, in not. Room, we're not. We're right? not. No, sorry, I we interrupted. A very no, nice not. ballpoint no. pen that I use. No, everyone, stop. Nick, what okay. is Matisse <laughs> doing? Everyone, stop. <laughs> I'm the dad. Now, before okay. I turn into a creature that cannot communicate with you, are some people staying in one place, or are we all going to wherever Dodge might be? Well, I mean, my gut tells me we should probably all tie ourselves together because God knows you're all going to run off somewhere. But no, I'm like not drowning assume, with all of you assholes. I'd like to assume that we can just stay together. Please yes, stay everyone, together. Stay yeah, together. let's stay together. We should also work out some dog signals. So yeah. we know like if Matthias, yeah. let's do uh, one ear up for yes and two ears down for no. How does that sound? I don't know how my ear... I, I haven't figured out the ears <laughs> thing yet. yet. I, I, so all you have about, to do is if I ask you a question, like... Well, let me, no, let no, 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 no. Let's he simplify. He can literally do you shake have to go to, or nod his head. It's a dog yes, with a I can, neck. He can also lift his arms. Why do we have to do something as obscure yes, can, as raising an ear? Yes no. <laughs> I'm not, I'm just I'm not stupid help. as a dog. I'm still my same Bark person. once, bark twice. Yes, I could. I could draw. Do math. I did math on the street. He did as a tiger. Tiger I'm math. Fine. Well, you're the you're the one that right. you're the one that brought this up. Okay, I didn't I didn't think that it would be that big of a deal if no, we didn't see, communicate see, with you. You're no, the one that the brought this up. The issue is that I cannot talk to you. I cannot tell you if we should like go back to home or like what are we doing here. This is. This, this, oh my god! All right, I'm just going to become a dog. Just see what I can Thank find. You. Okay. Okay. Well, and first so I turn into a dog. Okay, great. Uh, bark once for yes, twice for no. Uh, you probably shouldn't bark. What if we have someone's <laughs> I bark twice. trying to find us? <laughs> I bark twice and I bite yeah, Maybe we could be in uh, stealth. Go It'll ahead and make a perception roll, Matthias, with advantage. I'd, yep. Those are both terrible. Uh-oh. Um, of, course, of course they are. Yeah, I got, I got an can, 11 going right now as my best roll. Can I help him? <laughs> Uh, help just gives advantage. Uh, you, oh, you, you have a sense of what direction to go, but you're going to have to make more rolls if, if yeah, oh, at absolutely. this point, if it's, it's most terrible well. in here. Yes, uh, you all begin to go in. I'll just say the correct direction, but there's going to be some challenges along the way. Not the least of which being, I need an athletics roll from everyone now, or uh, acrobatics. I'll let you decide. 
perfect. Let's see if you slip and fall in the same pile of shit that Dodge did. All right, that's a 17 for me. I got a 12. I rolled a 16. Sorry, I'm looking up dog stats right now. (laughs) (laughs) Very different than athletics, you say? Make sure you pick a dog that's athletic. We don't want no pug stats in here. Hey, dude, Herman is very athletic. (laughs) No, he's not. Oh, shit. No, no, he's not. Athletic. I'm actually 19. Okay. We'll just take the highest Uh, one. I got a 16. Okay, you're all fine. Uh, 15, sorry. Right. You're on the right track. Let's get it. At this point, uh, yes. At this point, another perception roll from you. Uh, As a few minutes have gone by, you all are traversing along the path. Matthias, you think you kind of know maybe this is Dodge's scent? Yeah, so I got a nat 20 and a 19 on my rolls, so I think we're good here. Yes. And in you fact, turn into a giant uh, ape and you oh. carry us all on your back. <laughs> Run there. <laughs> yeah. No, so let, uh, me, let me let me describe this. Okay. Yeah, great. Please do. Um, yeah. So we're walking along and like everyone's doing their what the best that they can to stay on these like thin pathways. And mm-hmm. what you all see is the classic dog nose to the ground, like just in the, on, in the, in the poop water. On a scent. No, but like totally separate like going up against the wall and kind of going around and like i bolt off forward just like Mm -hmm. nose to the ground like a vacuum cleaner and you make a hard right into a passageway where there is a uh, three dead rad folk yeah and i wait and put one paw up pointing forward (laughs) like a pointer dog yeah Great. Um, at this point, Matthias, with your with your nat twenty as a dog, I want you to roll a d four for me, because you guys were originally about an hour behind Dodge. I rolled a three. You're now because of your tracking, and because of your sense of urgency, you're now only about thirty minutes behind him. Hell yeah. Uh, I want to check the bodies just real quick to see if any of them are uh, teepee. I just like run over. Great. And yes. No. You do turn that. Them all over. You knew that. Sure they're not. Teepee. And it's very clear that they're old and not teepee. Right. Okay. They're not teepee. I guess we can continue, and then we just no. <laughs> they're definitely adding to the smell. I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mati- uh, Matthias, you are leading them. You are on the right track. You are, yeah, you are bloodhounded, locked in at this point. You know now, not just you as a dog, but you, Matthias, know what Dodge and TP smell like. Absolutely. And you are on the hunt. I need one more perception roll from you, Matthias. And you okay. can make you obviously make this one an advantage too. Uh, that's gonna be a sixteen. Okay, there is a loud ringing sound that's getting louder and louder the more you follow this scent. 
you know that as a dog, right now, you are the only one that can hear this. But you're moving toward it. Dodge, you are in the shit water. This <laughs> filthy muck pool that you have dived into. And TP di- dove in after you. And he is tapping your seat. It's, it's, like, it's, it's like he's trying to tell you something. What do you do? You can't. I'm going to try to find the bottom of the pipe. The bottom of the pipe terminates into some sort of strange metallic box. And you're. It's it's huge. Uh, I want to be very clear about something. This is not water that you can see in, nor is it water that you would want to open your eyes to and invite the fluids into your, your fluids. Of course. Yes. So you're swimming around with your hands. And okay, I'm going to just stay as long as my breath will allow before I resurface. Feeling large bolts and you're feeling where the pipe juts into the top of this thing. You're feeling weird, strange vents that flop in and out, just like uh, jets on a jacuzzi. Uh, or, or like filters on a swimming pool. Uh, you're feeling rusted, flaking metal bits as your hand rubs along this rough surface under this gross water. This th- this you get a sense that this thing is about um, maybe about six feet wide by four feet deep, and it's bolted into the wall. Go ahead and make a constitution roll. To see how, uh, yeah, go ahead and make a constitution roll. 17. Yeah, you you are able to stay underwater long enough to realize that this is some sort of filtration device that is no longer functioning. And And you're able to get the sense of its dimensions and its placement. Okay, I'm going to try to surface um, like on the opposite side of the ring from where I jumped in. Okay, so closer to the small pipes? Yeah. Yeah, because the big pipe comes in on one wall, and the opposite wall, there's these small pipes that maybe would have at one point dropped water into this pool that then would have been filtered by this machine. But it's not functioning anymore you surface and tp surfaces at the same time he's soak his fur is soaking wet his whiskers are drooping down and he yells at you and he says i was trying to tell you that we needed to go in there anyway there's a grate on the side of the pool don't worry about this pipe and at that point popping out of the three pipes or popping out of three of the four pipes above you are three of these you don't know what they are they are about basketball sized completely metallic and they are floating in the air and they are emitting this sound from them 
as they come into the room. And you see it, it's this it's 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 all it's like BB-8 from the Star Wars movies. It's just like uh it's just this metallic ball that is floating and hovering and it, every now and then you see a blade slice out from this thing like the rings of saturn just and it senses on you and tp in the water this blue scan of light on the two of you and you see the top of it raise up and he says dive i'll dive then as the two of you dive into the water, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. This would be at disadvantage because you're in the water, but because the blades are coming into the water, it kind of neutralizes everything. What did you roll? 12. Sorry that 12 is not enough. You take 14 slashing damage. Cool. As these quarter size blades all puncture into the water. Uh, TP seems fine. He is a fast swimmer. He has begun to swim towards something in the darkness. You don't know what, but you feel him grab you at a certain point after all this, these cuts and slashes cut across you. And he is pulling you toward some sort of tunnel in the water. You don't know what. And in the darkness, you just feel yourself swimming and swimming and swimming. Go ahead and make a constitution saving throw. As your breath begins to give out as you swim and swim with him pulling you. And you're... Nine. You feel your breath give out. You cannot hold your breath any longer. And it is at that moment as this gross, non-watery liquid, it is just too filthy to consider it to be water. You feel it start to come in. You're conceding your body to it. Two things happen. One is you hear the voice of Nila Helene in your head say, yes. The other is that TP pulls you to the surface of a pool. And you are in a stone encircled pool. The rock is neither naturally formed nor is it 
hewn in any way that you would recognize to be intentionally crafted. And you are in a pool that is somewhere in a large domed cavern. The walls of this pool are pretty high, so you can't quite make out everything in the cavern. You're just floating in this pool of water that's receded from the the floor of the uh, the dry floor of the cavern. This cavern is 50, 60 feet tall. Massive domed cavern. And as you catch your breath, and as you come to, and as you nurse your wound, or... Yes. TP. He holds you there, floating in the water. Incredibly strong as a swimmer. And he says, shh, listen. And he points up uh, at a wall section in this cavern. And you see that there is scaffolding erected, unnatural, new scaffolding, upon which stand some dwarven-looking figures, and they look like they're trying to excavate around what is a 20-foot tall by 15-foot wide. Beautiful door carved with some sort of motif, inexplicable motif, something like you've never seen before. And filling the cavern are these periodic, low, almost choral, vocal, like like Brian Eno's music for airports. These just these periodic. chamber-like vocations coming off of, resonating off of this stone. And TP looks at you and says, The singing door. going to do it for this week oh boy lots to take in there first and foremost what the hell is this singing door thing and who are the dwarves excavating around it and why is Nila Hoem compelling Dodge toward it and they narrowly escaped the threshers but can Dodge and TP avoid more bloodshed before the rest of the party shows up and what does it mean for them all now that Biggle and Alok are wanted men and for terrorism no less were we were were we all just shopping earlier this morning? What the hell's going on? To find out, tune in next time for episode eight of The Singing Door. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. If you'd like to support the show, there are a couple ways you can do that. First, 
tell people about it. Share the show with someone who you think will enjoy it. Maybe someone who's interested in D&D, a future party member for your future campaign. Secondly, please just take a quick moment and leave us a review on whatever platform you're using to listen. Uh, lastly, you can become a patron. Just go over to patreon.com slash diceboyspodcast and find a tier of support that makes sense for you. They start as low as $1. And regardless of what you choose, all patrons get access to more Dice Boys content in the form of our supplementary podcast, uh, Bonus Action, where we go kind of behind the scenes of the show, so to speak, and cover a range of topics relating to the show and gaming in general. Uh, and you also get access to the Dice Boys Discord, where you can see DM notes and maps and chat with us and other listeners. It's a fun time. So help us grease the gears and become a patron. Uh, once again, that's patreon.com slash diceboyspodcast. Uh, all right, that's it. Thanks, everyone. And as always, thanks for all the games you're playing, the stories you're telling, and the moments that you're making. Don't stop. Keep it up. And remember, the right play is the fun play.